Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Um, tomorrow on Global News, part two of a series on Canada's pharmaceutical industry and the hold it has on Canada's healthcare system, swaying doctors' opinions, funding medical schools, and ultimately affecting the types of drugs that we are prescribed. This is fascinating and hugely important information. Laura Hensley joins us, national online journalist who's responsible for the four-part series. Laura, thank you very much for the time. And I just want to quote something that I saw on, the, uh, on, on, your, on your research. Research shows new drugs are often heavily promoted by companies early in their life cycle, whether or not there's evidence to show their effectiveness. And since the mid-1990s, independent reviews have found that about 85 to 90% of all new drugs provide few or no clinical advantages for patients. This according to an article published in the medical journal BMJ, British Medical Journal, in 2012. That's scary stuff. It certainly is. And I think that, you know, it just goes to show that the role that these pharmaceutical companies have on what's prescribed is so significant. I mean, you know, you mentioned that stat that sort of found that not that many new drugs are more significantly beneficial than drugs that are already on the market. But the reasons that Canadians take them is because they're pitched really hard to their doctors by these drug reps. All right. So let's talk about Jack. You yeah. were, you, you, your report is part of it is about Jack, uh, a, a drug rep, not his yeah. real name. But what he shared with you is what I'd like you to just give us a taste of, and we'll get the full report tomorrow. Certainly, yes. So Jack was a former pharmaceutical rep, and he shared with me, you know, some of the tactics he would use when he was going to meet with a doctor. So he pitched doctors, and before he even went into a doctor's office, Jack knew so much information about these doctors' prescribing habits. When he was talking to me, it was almost scary. He knew what type of drugs these doctors prescribed, how often they prescribed them, and he would even know details about their lives, like if they, you know, were vegetarian or what kind of coffee they liked. And he would really curate his conversations with these doctors to really resonate with them and hit his messages home, and that boosted his chance of building a relationship and, and as a result, sell a drug to a doctor. So Jack and his fellow reps for drug companies are directly affecting how doctors will prescribe medications for the rest of us. Exactly. So I think what a lot of Canadians don't know, and I wasn't aware of until fairly recently, is that pharmaceutical companies purchase our prescription information. So there's these, you know, these companies that collect pharmaceutical, sorry, pres- collect prescription data. So, you know, you can go to a pharmacy, fill a prescription, that data is then sold to a pharmaceutical company. And these pharma companies will then decide, okay, we know Dr. X prescribes this drug, we're going to get Jack to go target him and try to get that doctor to prescribe our brand name drug. So they're really utilizing our health data and they're using it so strategically that they're marketing their products to specific doctors, knowing so much information about them that I think the average person doesn't realize. 
No. And then I, I was reading in the report, we'll find out more tomorrow and going forward in the four-part report, there's another drug rep whose name is Tristan, and he meets with 20 to 30 doctors a week. That's a lot of patients who are affected. Certainly, and I think that just goes to show that the role of drug reps is super significant. I mean, if you're a meet, if you're one drug rep and you're meeting with 20 to 30 doctors a week and your sole goal is to convince them that your product is the best one on the market and, you know, as a doctor, you should be prescribing it, that's effective. I mean, research shows that drug reps do influence the way that doctors prescribe. There's been numerous studies that have found industry interaction does change the way a doctor views a product and is more likely to prescribe a product. So these pharmaceutical companies are smart. They're not spending all these, you know, millions of dollars having all these drug reps go out into the field unless they were actually doing something. Here's a line I paid attention to. Drug reps are just carpet bombing, says Jack. Carpet bombing. I mean, when I, when I get a new prescription from my doctor, who's maybe been prescribing something for me for a long time, says, here's something new, it's better, Roy, it's going to do more for you than the previous drug. I would, in the past, I would have just said, hey, great, terrific, wonderful. Now I feel, after reading uh, some of your report and, and, and anticipating what we're going to see, I feel like I have an obligation to say, well, prove it. You know, I think that's a common sentiment. I think, you know, when people realize that their doctor could be educated on a product from the company that's making it, you should be asking those questions. You know, I spoke to a lot of industry experts and they all advise patients to ask their doctors questions. If you're getting a new prescription, you can say, what do we know about this? How long has it been on the market? What does the research say? And one clue that I think patients will want to pay attention to is if a doctor's office has samples. You know, samples are a really, really good indicator that your doctor does meet with drug reps because drug reps give out samples. So if you see samples in a doctor's office or you see a sign that says we only talk to reps for a few minutes, there's a pretty good chance that your doctor is meeting with drug reps, and I would want to question, you know, where are you getting your information from? Well, we'll look for the report, uh, part two tomorrow on Global News. Thank you so much, Laura. And I, I, I took note of the fact that the drug companies weren't particularly enthusiastic about meeting with you. No, no one wanted to talk to us, but, you know, email is always open. They can reach out anytime. Thanks for the time. Thank you for having me. Bye-bye. Laura Hensley, online journalist with Global News. It's fascinating stuff. It really is. I had no idea. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.